Welcome, welcome back to the Caddyshack podcast. This is episode five. Uh, a lot of topics today. Uh, you know, we last we finished up with reInvent and, uh, you know, the end of November kicked over the new year. So I think there's a lot of fun topics that we could round out. Uh, we t- covered the three C's and a lot of what we talk about with our partnership and kind of mastering the dark arts of partnering with AWS. Um, uh, at reInvent, I had a, a talk. It was pretty fun. I, I called it the five C's and I, I clipped consumption and champions. And I think those two C's are important. We can talk about those a little bit, uh, but they also lead into a couple other topics that I think we should bring up. One is in a previous episode, uh, Brett talked about EDP and I kind of squashed it and said, hey, that's advanced. Let's get to it later. I think this is a great episode to get into that stuff. And then, you know, new year, new AWS goals, uh, as you new think you. of like your, yeah, do you, yeah. <laughs> Uh, as you think of your, you know, your partnership and, and you get to the point where you have a partner development manager, they're going to start pushing you, your partner plan for the year. What are your goals? If you look at the APN guide and the ISV accelerate, you know, checklist, co-sell checklist, there's a bunch of things that they want you to do. So I think we could talk about that and that should round out the episode. So with further ado, you know, we're partners of AWS, but in many ways, we're built on AWS. Brett, you're a good example at an ISV also. What is the C for consumption all about? Why does that matter? Ooh, consumption, 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 right? Yeah, so the it is, it's right. It's been part of the of the five C's of empowering you and your organization to be successful. Consumption leads into a lot of really unique things for sure, in my, in my opinion, right? Um, you know, building like, just like us, right? Like you said, as an ISV, we're built, we're a digitally native business and ISV, so we get a lot of bias, you know, from the AWSers. It's a, it's a, it's a significant difference, right? It's, um, it really builds, like, you got an instant rapport build with a lot of the teams and, and how they actually measure you as a partner. So, and of course, my AWS uh, guy, you know, my main account manager loves us because we're building in the cloud. So it's a great thing that you can leverage too, right? So even just kind of going down that path really quickly with consumption, and if you want to get to the rest of the team and the rest of the accounts as an AWS Alliance guy that's you know trying to drive pipeline, beat the heck out of your account manager because you're consuming, you're growing, they're growing, they're hitting things like EDP, even if I'm not allowed to talk about that yet, um, and, and just growing in general. I, I'm a big fan of it, right? It, it is part of the things that drive success. And when you see what a lot of the AWS series on the inside, the Amazonian see it on the consumption side, it just leads to so many different things, right? It, it's directly attached to the co-build the co-market, yep. you know, the co-sell. I and mean, if we even talk about the power of the BP, the VPC for our clients, and it's an, it's an amazing way, and really for security too, for both of us, right? Being in security, yep. um, I, I think it actually helps change the narrative, especially for the greenfield sellers. You know, they, you've got all these customers are out there that are kind of concerned about moving to the scary cloud, right? Well, CrowdStrike, you, me, DeepWatch, I mean, we're, we're all protecting you from the cloud. We're doing security from the cloud, protecting your workloads there. So I think it tells a really good story too. So it's, you know, it's a good part of eating your own dog food, right? Yep. Yeah. Kind of Barlos, any, any thoughts on consumption? I guess there's there's really two angles of it, but if you're, you've built something on AWS, you're consuming AWS services. Um, what, what has been your experience or how do you talk or coach, you know, other partners about why that's important or, you know, just what, what it is? Well, uh, I brought this up before, but drag uh, is super important, right, to consumption. Uh, AWS sales folks, and, and I just talked to one of the uh, segment leaders the other day. And, uh, you're on the call, Michael. 
And he said that, you know, MBOs are great for a partner to help close, whether you do ISVA or you do MPPO or, you know, your data, uh, AIML database, whatever MBO that you can fill for a partner. AWS does care about a lot about MBOs, but that's usually more on the second half of the year. The beginning part of the year is all about consumption. How much does your product drag in to AWS infrastructure dollars increase? So, for an example, the last company I worked for, Yellowbrick, was $1 in AWS or $1 in Yellowbrick spend equaled out to $1.60 in AWS infrastructure cost because to stand up the Yellowbrick database inside the customer's VPC, you had to have a certain level of EC2 spend for it to even work. So that $1 to $1.60 is very important to a salesperson in the beginning of the year to, you know, about June or actually the whole year, but that's all they care about from January to June. And the reason is because sellers have a 50% growth number from day one. So if you start the year off with $19 million uh, book of business from the year before, you have to be at $30 million by the end of the year. That $30 million is only going to be based off of AWS infrastructure, nothing else. It's not going to be based off of marketplace because that only helps their paycheck, not their sales quota. So if you're if you haven't figured out how to do a drag number, reach out to me or Michael or Brett, we can help you out. But it's a very specific thing that has to be done. And uh, if, you're, if you have the ability, you should. So I think consumption is everything. It's a yeah. great call out. You know, it, when, when we lean in with the AWS Rift Rod Pad historically from like the alert logic days, it, 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 it changes everything, right? Kind of even changes the way they look at you as a partner. And I think that's significant from consuming that way, right? So, you know, one of the things we would, we would mention and Blazeworks associated with that too. That you know, we're, when we're going to work with you, and this is one of part of the you know the pitch to the AWS. I don't want to have bias to us. Uh, is that we're going to we're going to make sure that they turn on file trail, guard duty, security hub at a minimum, so we can ingest this, get more of a you know more of an inside look into their environments and east west traffic and stuff like that. It's a great way to I mean, great for us from a security perspective because I need that visibility. But for the AWS seller, it's not just pushing my product. I'm like, all right, let's go sell some more deep watch. No, I'm helping you in a lot of different ways. So I think it's a great way to look at consumption. And like Carlos mentioned, yep. you know, we do a similar exercise with one of our new Caddyshack partners. Um, and you know, every time that they deployed, they had to have Redshift, Elasticash, Elasticsearch, and EC2 and an S3 bucket just to get their product deployed, which is, is that's phenomenal. It's a great way, like I said, to impact vision and, you know, that, that, Drawing down against your sales quota in a different way that most people just don't look at it from a partner perspective. So that's it's a great, yep. it's a great follow-up, Wallace. Yeah. So where I was yeah. headed was there's there's the two buckets to this. So you guys got the your product, and in this case, you're right. If you deploy inside the customer's VPC, you're dragging stuff. If you're SaaS, it's your own consumption, right? So we're SaaS, which means all of our infrastructure is on AWS and we're using a bunch of compute storage, you know, other managed services. And with that, there's still, when you deploy our product, there's other services that we want you to turn on or we need. CloudTrail was one, S3, right, in security. And so that drag part is what, you know, to use your stuff, what, what is it consuming at the customer. And I think that's really important to co-sell and it should frame kind of your co-build strategy in many ways. If you, if you evolve your architecture over time, the well, point that can, I can was I making, yeah, no, the point that I was making and where I was headed, cause we wanted to get into the EDP is 
the C for consumption is what I think of ourselves. Many of us are SaaS companies. We're built in a cloud. We're built in AWS. And, you know, I said this, I've said this many times, but, you know, coming to Lacework when I was a sub 100 employee, we had 50 customers. I can't control consumption. We built this thing like Field of Dreams and now we're bringing customers on. I can't control consumption, but you know what? The more customers we have, the more we consume for AWS. And now you've reached hundreds, hundreds, thousands of customers. You know, like my partnership with AWS has gotten a lot easier the more money we spend with <laughs> AWS. But also a partner in the APN who's also built on AWS, Amazon has a term for this. It's called the dual flywheel. And so what you think about is if they're helping me and we're co-selling effectively and we're driving marketplace revenue and I'm doing all the great partner things, they want to feed me more customers because guess what? My bill keeps going up. My consumption keeps going up. And so not only am I a good partner, I'm dragging services at the customer. I'm making AWS sticky and in our case secure so that they build more, they build faster but on the back end, our bill just kind of goes up. And I've, I'm obviously not allowed to say it, but I've seen our bills many times. We spend more today than we did a month than we did three years ago. And that's just naturally, well, when you have more customers, you have more compute, your SaaS infrastructure. And that also, like if you're trying to be a, a good AWS partner, if you're trying to grow up, it's not like you want this to happen. Optimize your spend, do all the right things. But it does get easier. And, and, you know, as I was hitting into the EDP, Barlow, finish your thought, and then I'll have you describe what is an EDP? What does it stand for? You know, when do people start looking at this? I can tell the story about Lacework because I was pretty instrumental in our first EDP, but yeah, go ahead. Absolutely. So I just wanted to bring up one of the customers, uh, customers and members, because Caddyshack does have a consulting portion. And one of the customers that we're working with right now is Redacted. And when we, when Redacted first came to us, they, they, uh, AWS was asking like, what is the drag or what can you do with this drag since they're a services company? And we are at Redacted, I talked to their technology department and they started dragging in uh, CloudWatch, CloudTrail, uh, Macy, uh, GuardDuty, Security Hub, all of that into their SIM and SOC that they provide to different companies, but also um, to their penetration testing program. So all of that now, so the, the goal for them is that for every time you see a uh, opportunity brought in from Redacted into AWS, that it should also drag in three to four other AWS products along with it. And AWS knows that if you just have a product yearly, it's going to grow by at least 25%. So even if it's $10,000 today, it's going to be $12,500 tomorrow or next year. And so adding any products or helping adding any products as small as they are to any sale is going to help. Um, to jump into the EDP, I, uh, the EDP is... Uh, after talking to many CEOs and CROs of partners that haven't quite grasped what it is, an EDP stands for an enterprise discount program. Basically, what you're doing is you're guaranteeing a two to three year certain level of spend with AWS. You start off with what your six month trailing uh, spend is today. Um, and then you say that you're going to continue that for the next year. And then the following year, it's going to grow by 20%. And the following year after that, it's going to grow by 20%. You can either do a two year or a three year. Um, this will give you somewhat 
of a discount or five years. Someone, you can do a discount with this. It goes from anywhere from six to 12%, depending on the level and the negotiation and stuff like that that happens. Um, the one fallback for an EDP is that you have to get enterprise uh, support along with it. And enterprise support can be expensive, like $15,000 or 10% of your spend or something along those lines. And uh, there is a startup program that makes it either $5,000 or 10% of your spend, whichever one is, uh, is greater. Um, and this sometimes discourages folks because that eats up all of the savings sometimes that come along with EDP. And then the CEOs that I talk to are like, why? would I guarantee money to AWS? It does nothing for me. All I'm doing is saying, yes, I'm gonna be there for three years. If I don't, I have to pay the money back. And I'm not really getting a discount because all I'm getting is enterprise support. Here's what I say to that. One, enterprise support is awesome because you get really great folks helping you to solve your problems. But an EDP is the only way that you're gonna buy your marketplace uh, uh, percentage down right away. Um, your renewals will be 3% right away. And you're going to have more of a lean into AWS. So when your account manager is asking, hey, can I have this credit? Can we do this? Can we think about doing that? They're going to see that you have an EDP and you're going to be almost like a preferred customer. It's kind of like that checkbox. So yes, you're guaranteeing revenue, but then that also allows AWS to put more resources into leaning into your success. Yeah. I'll I've seen, I've seen, and I know you can do one to five year EDPs. I've heard rumors that maybe some, or you could do longer than that, but I think the guidance is that. Um, also thresholds, right? Remember, I can't control my consumption. So you have to be spending a certain amount of money. And over the last couple of years, AWS has brought that threshold down, right? And the best way that I describe this and why it's important, because I've talked, same like you, I've talked to a lot of other companies and I, I saw it firsthand here, was this is like your power company. Everyone's got a utility bill at their house right now that probably doubled in the last couple months. Um, but you've got that thing. And it's basically your par, your metered rate. I turn on the lights. It uses this much kilowatt hours. They charge me X number of dollars. Yeah, maybe there's some tiers of stuff. But generally, just think of it as a flat. Now, the reality is what the EDP is designed to do is that if I knew I was going to spend $100 a month on my electricity, Amazon say, well, if you agree to spend $120 a month in exchange, I will give you a X percent discount. And usually at the base rates or these smaller EDPs, it's a pretty small discount. But, you know, think of the CFO or your, you know, your true finance folks. The most expensive line item is people. That's the biggest asset investment in your company. For many of us, the second biggest line item is your cloud spend. So yeah. even a 2%, 3%, like this could be hundreds of thousands of dollars. You can go hire two more engineers. That's significant. So even these small discounts, and what you're doing is you're, you're, you're giving Amazon a future committed spend. And the longer you agree to that, the bigger the discount in year one, two, three. So if you do five, your bumps up your first years. And the same thing is you're committing, I'm going to go spend this much. I'll grow a little bit from what I did the trailing six months last year. I'll commit to this year one, year two, year three. They let you kind of play with the numbers a little bit. But really what you're doing is you're making a future guarantee that you'll spend this much money in exchange. I'm now getting a discount on my services. 
And I do agree, enterprise support is expensive or it could be, but I do agree. We've seen it. When stuff breaks, we have problems, like all hands on deck. For us, we have shared Slack channels. Uh, it also comes with a TAM. Our TAM's awesome. Like he's Kyle's in the business. He knows what our, you know, so like in many ways, you know, they're looking out for you. And Brett said it earlier. I mean, this is where you're meeting. If you don't already know as a CAD, you should know your AE. You should know your SA. You should know your TAM. They also are interested in helping you, growing your business, bringing deals to you. That AE, as a DM, a boss, they have peers. I want to go sell to them too and all of their accounts. So like use these in your tactics, but at least on the financial side, that's really what an EDP is. And I think right now uh, the threshold is $500,000 a year, right? Yep. It was a little higher. It is now 500000 So if you are already spending, what I saw at Lacework, we were already spending way more than the required thresholds. And I was like, you know, well, why don't we go do this? Like, it seems like we can save some money. And, you know, usually your CEO and your C-level, your CFO, they're always cautious to, you know, to commit to more, to commit to longer. But what Barla said is very accurate is for us, I knew at our thresholds and what our spends were that there's a secret behind the EDP based on how big your total contract value is for your EDP. It actually is connected to marketplace listing values. So because we didn't have an EDP, yes, we were in ISV Accelerate. Yes, we were in APN Global Startup. And those bring your, your listing fees down. But the more the TCV of your total contract value of your EDP is, is actually how you reduce your marketplace listing fees. So while we're grinding, co-sell, driving marketplace, you know, that was the other way that I was selling to my CFO is like, look at what we just did in year one, year two. If we bring this number down, we're actually saving money on the revenue listing fees. We're saving money on our expenses and our cost of goods sold. And I'll hand it to you, Brett. The other thing is there's some real tactics here in how you budget and what size of an EDP is because, and I tell this to a lot of folks, when I commit to this spend, let's say it's a three-year spend, let's say it's, I don't know, a million dollars for the first year, 1.2 million for the second year, there's only two ways in which I can draw from that consumption. Hand it to you. What are the two ways that you draw from that consumption? And what strategy might you take? Oh, man. Well, first I want to say uh, I agree with the ES things. ES is the best. Ramsey is the best. So I'm a big fan <laughs> of the ES for sure. Our team, yeah, we got a Slack. ES being enterprise support. Yeah. yeah, yes, I mean, like, well, like I said, we got a Slack channel set up. Our, our teams, like, just they communicate real time. It's it, it's a really nice model. But, um, yeah, the consumption, man, I had so many thoughts in my head. Like, I don't be afraid of no. it. I've had I've had leaders um, tell me not to talk. No, about I'm sorry. Sorry to take you. Like, if I have an EDP, right, that means I've agreed contractually to spend a million dollars now till next year this time in order to achieve that consumption, what do I have to do? AWS consumption. I'm or, marketplace spend. Okay, okay. I'm getting there. Oh, I'm sorry. getting there. I was just trying to queue it up before I got stepped on. So, <laughs> sorry. so you're just taking too so, dang long. So we consume. Yep, we consume, right? And then we jump into the ISP flywheel too. Like I buy Palo, you know, I buy Splunk, buy Salesforce through the AWS marketplace because I have the same strategy. 
I want to hit, you know, I want to hit a bigger multi-million dollar EDP commitment because it reduces my marketplace fees. That's specifically what I do it. And I like going through the, through the exercise because, you know, it, it builds rapport. Like, you know, it builds rapport with the sellers. Like, hey, I'm a, I'm a card carrying EDP member myself. You know, I, I know what it means. I know how it can affect, you know, the organization. I've had more conversations with CFOs in the last three, four years because of the maturity of EDP plus the EWS marketplace and how you can burn those things down. Like it's it, we we won. I mean, I I can I got five million dollars in deals that we won this year specifically because of EDPs. If it wasn't there, we wouldn't have had leverage. If it wasn't there, we wouldn't have the competitive differentiator that my one or two, maybe two competitors out in the marketplace. They don't know what the hell that means. They don't know how to benefit that. So so you're right. Yes, consumption. Right. I want to drive more. I want to build more VPCs. I yep. want to. I want to eat up more and data. I, I, so I want is, customers that are sucking down ten terabytes a day. I love it. So I was going to say the same thing. So look, we're we're past June of last year. If yeah. I have that million dollar EDP, let's say my own service, I'm going to use about 800k. But guess what? You're right. I'm using A, B, and C vendor. And now instead of buying them, you know, through a partner's paper or through, um, you know, direct, right now. I'm buying these same solutions through the marketplace. So now I buy $200,000 of that, I hit my $1 million commitment, right? Now, but how does that work? It's not dollar for dollar, what is it? Uh, 50 cents on the dollar, right? No, it's 100, no, it is no, hold on. on the dollar. Hold on, there's, yeah. two, there's two different EDPs all through today. There was March last year, they changed. And so before that, you got 50% of, a 50% of the annual recurring value, you got to draw down, burn down your EDP unlimited, unlimited. Now it's 100% of the opportunity, but only up to 25% of your total EDP annually. So there's some benefits and detractors as a partner, right? And, and even how the value proposition of like, hey, I can help you burn down EDP. Well, if they already chewed up that 25%, $250,000, and I got a $300,000 deal, Maybe I can't do anything for them at all, or they haven't, and I get to have that beautiful benefit, right? And help accelerate the ISV flywheel to benefit their EDP. So yeah. there's, there's two. You got to keep that in mind. There's two different ones when it goes to EDP. Yeah, but can I? Can we mention something that um, that? Yeah, you will burn down an EDP, but can we just say, call it what it is? Sometimes it's a useless thing to say to salespeople. So I started off as a AWS account manager back in the day before I moved to partners. And as I mentioned before, I had $19 million book of business from the year before that I had to grow to $30 million, right? So when talking about uh, EDPs to AWS sales folks, they are, they are good for you to have to lean into AWS, but sometimes I see that partners are relying too much on, oh, we're gonna burn down your customer's EDP. Yeah, you will, but let's say, what are your price points? Oh, our it costs $50,000 for our product. Oh, so you're saying $50,000 of a $1 million, $2 million EDP. Woohoo, yeah, my customer. And it's only 25% of it. So you're, if they're already past 25%, it doesn't matter. So don't rely yeah. only no. on, oh, we burned down EDP, which I have heard so many salespeople from my companies that I've worked at that have mentioned that, oh, we're really good. We're a great company for you to sell to your customer because we burn down their EDP through marketplace. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so, I well, think this, this goes back conversation, to the, not 100% of it. 
This goes back to the segmenting too, like in many ways too, through Laceworks Evolution. We, we, I remember when I first started, we were so happy, excited, slapping hands for like $30,000, deals. You're right. Like it's just where you are as a company. You're selling to little companies. You're still working out your product market fit. Like you're not doing multi-million deals. Or if you're just destined for the enterprise and you are selling multi-million dollar deals, these are much longer sales cycles. You probably have little to no volume in Ace Pipeline. So they're interesting. And also those enterprise reps, they don't know you. They don't know your solution from anywhere else. It's really hard. You know, they have one, three accounts, maybe. They, it's really hard to kind of get on a coastal call, earn value trust, unless you've sold to one of their other accounts or you're well-known. Like the, all that stuff takes time. But I am with you. I think it's important to understand the concept. Um, I think in the co-sell, it's important for enabling your sales team to understand these concepts and understand the game that they're playing with their customers and speaking the Amazonian language with the Amazonian rep when you're talking about co-sell. Because you could ask about EDP timing. Do they have one? Are you trying to sell them into one? If I sell my stuff through the marketplace, that might get them to the you know, you might find yeah, yeah, yourself yeah. aligned. That's the, the strategic conversation. There right? you exactly. go. Right. You might find aligned to them. And then because of that, now you're kind of partnering with the Amazon AE into that account. You know, you're, you're helping them in the smaller segments where you maybe startup where they don't have EDPs. Go make, that's how you make a friend. The other thing I was going to say about enablement and sales, the last thing I'll say is, What's really important, and, and I've seen this several times here, we sell security. It is pretty often that whoever we're selling to, we get to the chief information security officer, or sometimes it's the CTO that owns security or whatever it is. We get to someone and they go, ah, I don't like Laceworks great, but I don't have a security budget. Like I have no money, right? We already spent it. Uh, what's really important to educate your sellers about is asking about their cloud commitments. So not even your the AWS co-sell, the customer, asking yeah. about cloud budgets, cloud commitments. And what I have found is because we mentioned EDPs are drawn down from your own consumption, but also through marketplace purchases, we have found ourselves in a position that the only reason we found budget is because we understood the customer's committed spend, their EDP, not that we needed size or timing, but we were able to help them understand or bridge the gap that by procuring this through the marketplace, it actually drives down your consumption. So it helps you get buffer your, your pad, your EDP space, give you a little comfort. Maybe you're not gonna, you know, you're not gonna grow 20% next year, especially in current macroeconomic conditions. And so by having your sellers engage with their prospects in that discussion, we have hit deals that they're like, thank goodness I could buy Lacework through the marketplace because that hit my cloud budget and I had no more security budget. And all of this, like play it back twice, listen to it slow. I've said this multiple times. You don't know. It doesn't apply to all deals. Some companies, they arrange their procurement and their finances differently. But the thing is, all of these are kind of weapons in your tool belt and you need, you need to try them all in different situations. And when you start selling five, 10, 100,000 deals a quarter, it happens. Like there's a percentage where well, this fits. You, you hit the nail well, on the head with that, man. I was going to go right into that. Like keep it in your toolbox, right? Use it when it's necessary. Understand what you're talking about. And, and, and use most of my examples, right? So like I, I had a deal like this year. Michael, $1. $6 million. Examples. One, one point, like, yeah, 1.6 million or so, something like a couple million bucks. 
CISO wanted it, needed it, didn't have a budget. Hey, you got a cloud budget? Like, well, I don't know, let me go look. <laughs> sure enough, they had an EDP and a cloud budget and boom, there's a couple million bucks right there. And he's like, oh my God. And so yeah, got, and because it's dollar for dollar now, yeah. or even if it was 50 cents on the dollar, most finances are afraid to sign that EDP and commit to that spend. And also AWS is stretching you. Remember, it's like last trailing six months, 20%, 20 plus percent the next bit. It's not like it's flat. Yeah, but, but it's, 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 it's cumulative. It's cumulative. So in the first year, you might be at 100% of what your six month spend was. You, you just wanted to but if you include... I, I do like cumulative, but if if in that if in that year, the next twelve months of that first year that you're still at your original one hundred percent, you still take all of the partners that you bought through marketplace, and that can go in, and that could increase your one hundred percent to one hundred twenty in the yeah. first year, and then yeah. the second year you could be flat and not even yeah. have any increase, but because you yeah. brought twenty five percent up from the marketplace spend in one year to two years, you've already gone up by 20% already because it's yeah. it's from day one to the last day of your EDP. It's not yeah. every year it has to go up. It's all cumulative. The other thing I wanted to add was something that I found out from uh, uh, my EDM for Redacted. And that was uh, um, that if you get your competencies before you sign a EDP, your EDP discount will be larger. So if you haven't quite gotten those discounts yet, like if you haven't gotten to a competency or you're about to get three more competencies and you sign your EDP before you get those competencies, you won't get the discount that comes with those uh, competencies until your EDP is over. So that's why you know they recommend instead of doing like a full five year or three year, if you haven't got your competencies, do your competencies first then sign an EDP or sign a shorter EDP. And then when you're done, you'll have your competencies and your discount will be bigger because you had more competencies. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's a big that's one to have as well. I mentioned, I mentioned term. term. Term is another one too. Like the longer it is, the bigger the discounts are in year one, year two, and, and obviously, and then the total contract value is bigger too. So those are, those are other little tactics. And I will say... Um, Having gone through this twice in the last three years here, they don't really like to redo, but it's hard to kind of guess at what your spend is, especially if you're in like kind of a hyper growth mode. However, I will say after being on the go-to-market side, right, running our alliance partnership and doing all the co-sell and co-whatever, being involved in that process, it got me a lot closer to like my finance folks, my CFO, my head of procurement. And I became part of a team. And what I've realized is really important. And it's it's no fault to an engineer or my finance folks. They're not as close to where I am on the field, the sellers, our customers, you know, the go-to-market side. And so just by me understanding these concepts, I can help connect the dots. But in many ways, I could inject how this works from our co-sell, from our AWS partnership. If we, you know, as an example, if, if our committed spend was going to be 10 million, but like at 15 million, there was like those listing fee price breaks or something. I could probably explain that. I could explain today, are we buying anything in the marketplace? No, but I know we knew use this ISV, this ISV, this ISV. Why aren't we? We could like do more and then connecting it to your, you know, what your CFO cares about, your, your, you know, your cost, your cogs, your cost of goods sold. So in many ways we can agree to a bigger EDP. We have our spend, we have our ICB contracts, we get a bigger discount and the discount's important because AWS is a big spend. So with that, 
our margins go up. And oh. that's like, that's really advanced. But like, if you can get yourself as a CAD involved in those conversations, in my case, I, I pushed this on my CFO. I had a brand new CFO. I was like, we got to go do this. And I had to explain, sell, you know, all that fun stuff. But like, I knew what I wanted from it, but also I was able to save the company. Our first EDP, smaller, but I could say, hey, I saved the company $3 million just because I forced this into this. And I wasn't even calculating listing fees. It was just on our on our cost of goods sold, just our spend because of the discount. Yeah, those listing fees are, 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 are a really big deal to do an EDP, I think. I mean, it's one of the biggest reasons to do an EDP is, is those listing fees. I, uh, I, I brought one of the, the last couple of companies I worked for. Uh, the second one, I, I, I got them onto Marketplace. I kicking and screaming, they got on the Marketplace. But uh, just because they didn't understand what was going on, they enjoyed it afterwards. But when they did get on Marketplace, they had that sticker shock of the initial 19%. Like, oh my gosh, 19% of our sale has to go to that. Well, let's do an EDP. Let's go join the global startup program. Let's do this. But it's a, it's a fast way if you're not quite ISVA or advanced to drop that really fast. All right, guys, we're coming up on time. I don't know if we want to no, close up in the next couple of minutes. No, we got. Oh, uh, we're, I thought we're we were at forty-five minutes. No, no, we got time. Uh, so, so anyhow, okay. I, I, I was got, just I got three points. Yeah, go I got three yeah, points. I got to get in. Three points. <laughs> All three. right. Three points. All right. Number one, great from a, a a trusted friend of ours in the marketplace team. Let us know on one of our internal calls uh, that I think we were all part of. I think what's it around? You know, like you said, divisional placement. Like know your your audience when you're talking EDP. Um, what's I think the stat was maybe two and a half percent of all AWS customers actually have an EDP. It's not a lot. That's crazy. I thought it was price, a lot more. Lot price. Um, the other thing I love to talk about, the um, like you mentioned, right? If you lean in to talk about how you can help that AWS rep, you know, support and push their customer towards an EDP, that goes a long way. Because then they're going to want your recruit, want your help and your knowledge to help drive that to more people in their book of business. So now you're thinking pipeline and again, kind of this rapport building activity with that AWS rep. And, and even if they, let's say they, you're pushing the customer to buy through the, the marketplace, it actually supports that conversation because you can they will retroactively capture that ISP purchase towards their EDP in the future, even if it's signed afterwards. So it's a great kind of thing to realize. And I think the last one, and this is, you know, again, driving, like how can we, you know, work on consumption and things like that. Um, probably get in trouble for this. I don't care. Uh, but some of us uh, ISP Accelerate partners get invited to interesting special spiffs and Maybe uh oh, you gotta watch out. So I, I, a little birdie told me that if, um, for me as an ISV, if if we buy more of that to help burn more ISVs through the marketplace, like either Splunk or maybe Salesforce licensing, maybe they had a spiff that gets you one and a half to two and a half percent back in AWS credits by transaction. Oh, that's not a secret. I I just wrote about this in. I just yeah. wrote an article today and I had George Marilakis quote the fact that they do that. So that's okay, not yeah. a secret. And it's releasing so, wow. That's a huge yeah, go read my article. That's another way to even just discounting your own, right? Leverage AWS to discount your own purchases. You're, you're burning down EDP. You're, you can get consumption credits back. And you turn right back around. You didn't read my article, did you? Put in the bank. I didn't read your article. I didn't. I was what was the big word you were using? I was doing something with that big word. That's what I was cumulative. Doing. Cumulative. <laughs> I was cumulatively it's doing something. So, cumulatively those, those are my three points I just, Th- those yeah. are and then again ones. like you know as i said w- when you become a better partner when you when you when you spend more money with aws when you're co-selling more deals you're transacting more marketplace yes there are 
secret programs. There are programs there, there, you know, when AWS sees, oh, if I give them one or two more customers, here's the effect it has on their consumption. Like they're no dummies. They're going to invest in you. They want to yeah. bring you more deals. Even down to that rep level, why do I want to understand this? Why do I want to build that AWS AE into a champion? Because guess what? It's probably not their only account. And if I if they get us and they like, gosh, Laceworks so easy to work with, they understand it, they do a great job, their services, our customers are happy. Leadership principle number one, customer obsession. You make the customer happy, that A is like, this is great. You guys are great. And I just tell them, awesome. Tell your friends, tell your <laughs> other customers. Like, you got other accounts we can help out, right? Like, and that's, you know, like the true goal here for a lot of us, you know, I, I wish I could break this mindset. Brett and I, I'll steal his quote. AWS is not in Laceworks channel program, but we are in theirs. And so that means that I can't hold them accountable to what I want them to do, but I want access to their million plus customers and all of this committed budget that they have with their customers. The way in which you do that is you have to be in their channel program. You got to do what they want you to do. Yeah. And so, with that, I mean, just to continue, I said new year, new goals. What new do they year. want you to do? What do these, what do these like annual programs, projects, not what the numbers are. Like I, yeah, I know what my metrics are. I think I've told everyone, know your metrics. I know exactly how many co-sell deals we did last year, how much marketplace revenue, how many deals, who I sold it to. As a CAD, you should know your numbers, get real comfortable with your data, right? But I said a couple of them. I'll start. Co-sell like ACE. How many ACE validated deals did I do last year? How much was registered? That's definitely one. The second one, one I look at is how many launched. Of the X that we opened, how many Y did we launch or close win together? And then I really care about that win rate. So we mentioned it on a previous episode. Last year, I was at under 30%. And this year I got to 34%. And that's a huge win. It meant me playing around with less deals, but putting better qualified leads in there. And our close rates went up. Both our products good, but like our close rate wins up. So imagine the power that has in CoSell that I can go register a deal with AWS or talk to an AWS seller, say, look, last year, one third of everything we put into, you know, ACE closed. You're not wasting your time talking to us. That's why you should give me 20 or 30 minutes of your time to talk about this opportunity. That's important. All right. So that's how I, that's a metric, my goals. And then every year they want you to increase these. So whatever I did last year, guess what? Number goes up, but that's goals. But then how do you use that data to drive your future co-sell partnership, echoing that back? So I, I got I got to I got to so hand it to you. I got to med just because I know Brett is dying to talk. So I'm going to cut in front of him. Um, but don't you don't you need to go pee? Yeah, I mean, you can go pee. Yeah, I, I do need to go pee, but uh, like, besides just go, that, just do it. Just go pee. Just no, pee. I'm, my molars are floating. But yes, <laughs> hold on. So, uh, what I, you know, two years ago, uh, when I was helping a partner go from zero to hero, uh, I hit fifty-two Monday morning uh, stand-ups of different sales teams. Last year, I did 75 stand-ups with sales teams. Now, the metrics don't always equal out to the sales, but it's almost like advertising, right? So you, you want to make sure that as many people know about your product and what it does. 
to make sure, and there's also other things you need to do on the back end, right? You need to make sure you get your ISVA, you got competencies, your yeah, certifications. But do you really track that with your PDM? I do agree, but I don't know. I do. You, tr you track how many stand-ups or how many teams yes. you got in front of and presented um, to? Okay. Absolutely. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it's it's uh they like it because they can go back to their boss and say the reason that I'm spending so much time is this partner is specifically getting in front of these sales teams and I give them the list of all the people that attend and each one like it's you know Bob Page's team this and they have heard me speak for 15 minutes this team so so it adds to the number of events and they can, so I don't know if you guys know this, but AWS ISMs and PDMs have a certain number of things that their partners have to do that they are a part of. It's like how they're metric. I have to have a partner stand up in front of this many teams. So the more you can add, and then they put their name to it, it actually gets recorded in the system of how many of those their partners have done. And it makes them more successful. So it is definitely nice. a good thing to do as well. What other metrics, like you've talked to a lot of PDMs on behalf of your, you know, your clients now, what other, what else are you hearing? What else do they want to measure? What's in that first partner plan or subsequent partner plans? Yeah. The partner plans of how you're going to engage with sales teams, how you're going to handle processes in the background. What are you doing to make sure that your technical teams are building scoring to AWS? And what is the schedule of time and amount of time that you're giving per month to things like that? All of those are important to them because they're going to prioritize their time based off of what their bosses say they should do. So if they have a whole list of things that you're doing to get closer to AWS, then you're going to be put in front of the next guy who isn't doing that. And it's just going to be like whoever's bigger, whoever has the most. And your, your PDM, your ISM, your account manager has hundreds, maybe thousands of other clients that they're taking care of. And... They're going to prioritize that time based off of what you have put into it. So all of that is written down and it's not your PDM's decision. It's their boss's decision. And the only way they're going to know is by having that information in front of them. So they're not going to push yep. you. If, if you're not happy to do the work and give them all of this information, they're not going to be like, hey, give it to me or else. They're just going to say, you know what, whatever, and go to the guy that is. And you're yep. never going to know of all the work you could have gotten from AWS unless you put that in. Yeah, so, it's kind of what you get out of it, what you put into it. But Brad, what, what are exactly. some of the other metrics or things that you guys measure? Fine, that, let him talk. You know? Well, I was going to see if um, if my my watery, flowy background was helping your situation at all. I decided to kind of change that. <laughs> 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 that, might, that, that might be a good outcome for you. Um, so Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for that. On, on ACE a little bit. Uh, like I, I'm all about being super transparent. Like share, 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 share. Like you may not even get visibility from ISMs without having hundreds of opportunities that are legit. Don't put a lead in there. Be be stringent with it. I've I've seen a partner kind of screw himself, put in you know a couple thousand leads, and it only ended up with a hundred launches. And so what a terrible ratio. And again, you gotta you gotta think about it. You gotta think about those ratios. And here's one thing that you gotta realize. ACE may as well be the holy grail. When you put it in there, it'll never come out. So you can't like delete it. You're not going to be able to change your ratio. So be careful. Is it that coyote partner? I think so. No. Uh, but yeah, so be, be, be careful. I'd say just put the thought. It's cool to throw them in there. Right? Don't get me wrong, but be cognitive of what you're doing. They, they look at that. So, you know, and partner salespeople are going to look at that too. You know, if you, you have a, a crappy average deal size because you just did a bulk upload with a bunch of them, and that could bite you in the ass. And, 
they're going to look at you as a partner and be like, oh, they've got a horrible win ratio. So I don't, I don't want to spend my time with them. And like, what else? Oh, like, what, what's that going to do? Like, like you were saying. Yeah, I know firsthand. I've seen all the partner leaders dashboards that they look at. Yeah, it's definitely there. Number, percentages. That's how they're evaluating you and picking the right partners to invest in. For sure. I've had people ask me like, like, hey, can you give me an intro to this guy? He won't even return my phone calls. Like, well, why would he? Like, what did you put it in? And why would I ruin my reputation by giving him to you if he doesn't want to talk to you in the first place? But when I was on ISM, there was a particular partner. I won't mention them, but there was a particular partner that decided they were going to start putting in 600 leads a week into the system. And these leads were, if someone came to their website and looked, it was a lead that they put into the system. And as someone, all those, yeah, all those leads comes to an ISM. And then as I, at that time, the ISM had to approve each and every one. So here I am yeah. approving 600 leads a week. Yeah from this one yeah. partner and it was copy, you know, paste, copy, you know, paste, right copy, next paste. to approve, there's that other button that says reject. I, now they all get rejected. That, well, no, actually I, the AI we in it, the system now just yeah. like kicks all that stuff. Yeah. Out. We just put it in yeah. mass reject. So we had them take all of their leads out, but yeah. it's, it's, you can't, so, you're not Brett getting hit on it. Like the def ACE is a co-sell mechanism. The entry point is a qualified opportunity. If AWS brings it to you, it's an Amazon originated opportunity or an AWS referral. It doesn't matter what stage it's in. Thank you. Let's go. But yeah. if you're putting something in the system, a PO, a partner originated opportunity, it has to be qualified. Now, the definition of qualified right, is guys, different. Because I got to go. But Bye. I believe. But I believe the. Uh... <laughs> Man, he had to pee bad. Well, at least I can return to the Amazon sphere. It's okay. I'm back. There we now. go. So yeah, you're right. That was great. Great call for A over PO. Keep going. Yeah. No, it, it's just that. So qualified deals, like whatever you feel your stage is qualified. For us, I just put it in simple terms. We, you know, I know what qualified is in our sales pipeline, whatever stage it is. Anything before that, top of the funnel, we probably aren't going to sell it. We're still learning about the customer, what their pain is, challenges, you know, who's who, do they have power, you know, all that stuff. The deal with co-sells like, and, and with ACE is I want to register at ACE so that I learn who the AE is so that I can get our sellers and their sellers engaged, but I'm not wasting anyone's time. I'm not fishing in this bucket here. Like I, I want it to be very succinct. So I know what we do and our partnership metrics. I know what, you know, what's important. Drag is a huge thing for that. What we do, maybe they want to learn a little bit more about Lacework. Maybe we just move over to the opportunity, but it's really important to like describe who you're talking to, where you are in the opportunity, what's the challenges that they have, you know, current state, future state, all that fun stuff. That's what the AWS rep wants to hear. And as soon as they believe that you understand that customer, their problem, their people, their business, now's where the fun happens. They're validating your, you know, validating your assumptions, sometimes telling you about you know, where, who's who in the org, am I selling to the right people? You can actually find out a lot about that. It's not really super secret. You know, they'll never, you know, they, they're not allowed to tell me whether they have an EDP or not when it is, but you know, you can kind of like coach questions around stuff. You can ask the customer that they'll usually tell you, they, um, you know, things like that. This is all yeah. how it works. And also like later, like where I see it is early talk, drag them along in your opportunity. And then the end 
once we go through the process where we're knife fighting against our competitors and we do a proof of concept and customers like, this stuff's great. I need to buy it. Now you buying it direct, you buying it through a partner, you buying it through an MSP, you buying it through marketplace. Cool. Love to take your money. But you know what? The AE is really interested in that. I kind of say they're blood in the water around sharks. So like there's a few people there like the Amazon rep. If it's marketplace, the Amazon CA. Barless mentioned George, who leads all the CA teams across North America. That's the customer advocates. They care about marketplace. They also can help your customer understand. They also, I don't know what the impact of our deal is to the customer's EDP, the timing, the, the goodness of it. But I can go tell the CA, hey, can you go talk to the customer? Can you go help them understand how this 100K deal affects their situation and their 50% drawdown or 100% drawdown? You don't need to tell me, but now you're working for me and you're helping me close and short circuit my deal. They want to buy it. There's a whole nother process we call the paper process to get from point A to point B. Well, that deal is closed. For big companies, that could be another three to six month sales campaign. So anything we can do to shorten that huge value add. And Amazon's more than happy to help you. And there's resources there in that account team that are happy to help you. And that's what you go do. So yeah, I yeah, I yeah, the maturity and the leverage you get from all those instances again, you know, like the even kind of back to ACE, right? The that that's your carrot. I, I don't know how many times I've had, you know, starting in a new organization, maybe a new salesperson's never really worked with AWS before. And they they, you know, they, they get like you said earlier, you could kind of treat it like the channel, you know, and they're not your channel program. That I've had them come in and say, Yeah, I, get me with every enterprise seller in my in my region right away. Like it doesn't quite work that way. I don't I can't just go get you a meeting with all the sellers and there. You got to have a carrot. And yep. ACE is how you deliver the carrot. And, and every one of my cadences is it's a big part of it, right? It's like let's let's lean in. I'm going to show the opportunity, be in the right type of partner, in the right program. They're going to get incentivized to support you, and they give yeah. you G2 on the deal like you would never expect. It's amazing. Like and not yeah. like you said, they're not going to talk about do they have an EDP? Uh, I can't really talk about that. But yeah, I, I've had you know, they they own the relationships across the entire C-suite. I've had a guy literally tell us, say, hey, you know, all right, you're going to get in the room. There's going to be these three guys. The really loud guy, just cater, make him happy. So tell him whatever he wants. He's not even a decision maker, but but he's going to be there. And this other guy, he goes, if you can pull him to the side, and he goes, there's this coffee shop that he loves around the corner. Like, yeah. and like he'll he'll go off site with you to grab because they make this really good blah 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 fizzy macchiato thing with you know parables butterscotch, and he loves butterscotch because he grew up as a kid. Like they give you insane intel into the approach yeah. the way the right way. But they don't do that with everybody. They do yeah. that with special partners. That really are all in in consumption and all yeah. in as a partner for AWS and uh, there's just so many cadences that you can run behind that and I, I again I, I use that that carrot to say yeah we're working on this looking like we'd be great if we can win the deal together who are the rest of your accounts grab them right then like go I jump right into it I'm not afraid to ask as if you're the right partner that is leaning in doing the right things when you're talking to EDP they'll they'll share the right things with you you know and that's yeah. that's that's how you kind of start to lead in more of the AO versus PO conversation, yeah. helping yeah. them originate for you. So there's, well, there's let me, there's let me bring it back to, since we were talking yeah. about goals and all that, and I know we went on a co-sell tangent connecting it. Some of the other things to think about, like for sure, I track marketplace, my GSS, that's Amazon's term for gross software sales for the year. 
Uh, I look at it, our TCB, total contract. I look at how many transactions we're doing, how big the deal sizes are. All your marketplace numbers are really important. You should know those, but those are things that we track. Uh, AWS likes to call design wins. I still think of these as like my competencies, my co-builds, all the co-launches and all the good stuff that we do together, tracking wow. those. Case studies or wind wires. I won't get into wind wires, but that's a good partner one too. Um, but those are things that you want to track. Even, you know, my team doesn't really like, there's no compensation tied to that, but I do ask them and we hold accountable working with our sales team and my alliances team to go do case studies at wind wires. Because when I'm talking to a seller, it's good to know, hey, I'm talking to Acme company. We just sold to Acme too. And I know exactly who we sold to, why, competitor, you know, having those. And sometimes like I'll send those to the AWS team or point them to the case study we did. They read those. They're all about the customer and understanding how you solve this problem and when, why, and how. Also, you need case studies, hint, hint, for all your competencies. So the earlier you start to get these and you write them in AWS language, the easier competencies get. So, you know, all of the things there, there's, there's several other metrics or trackers that you could do. But, you know, just thinking about the partner plan, thinking about your metrics, um, those are those are definitely some. I think Barlow said on one. I do capture like how many, how much sales teams like activity, but I never thought to actually count it or think about like how many I should be doing. We just knew this. I mean, we didn't talk much about it. The fifth C I call is champions, and so, I mean that that's all like the inputs to build a best friend and even champion. I just call best friends, right? Like, yeah, I need a whole bunch of best friends at AWS to think about us. Think about the customer when they have a security or compliance challenge. Think about us. Think about us being great partners, co-selling easy, driving marketplace, understanding drag. Like I need them talking about lacework and how great we are in meetings at AWS when we're not around, like the definition of champions. How I get to one person, someone likes me, they introduce me to their boss, they introduce me to their peer, then they... And that's where all the gifts start coming out of this mechanism. You're not doing this for free. You're trying to generate more revenue for your company, but I call these gifts. And these gifts come from doing the right things, meeting the right people, having those right people champion you across to other parts of the business. Thoughts, and I'll let you round this out because I think we're right around time. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. It, it, it is like the, the, the diagnosed champion path, right? Like I wouldn't have... We wouldn't have done all the amazing things we had, like getting the special invites to those co-bill options, right? The special, like the the, the betas uh, from anywhere from a go-to-market perspective to a new build opportunity. If it wasn't for exactly that, like I, I've got my champions for sure that I lean in on. They get special treatment and all and vice versa. And so when they have those secret information, yeah, early access, yeah. When they have exactly the early access, you know, that's key. When they have those problems, they're like, all right. You know, somebody brings them something on their team. And how, how could we do this, this and that? And then they can go, oh, actually, I think I got a couple of partners that can actually help us with that. It helps them scale and helps them prove out different programs. Like I'm going to, yeah. like, I'd say three really interesting go-to-market activities with, with AWS right now that they want to, like, they want to prove it out. They want to make a mint. And they know that I can execute against those to make it. And, and so they can find all the broken parts, right? So we're really good for that. I, I love yeah. that uh, when it comes yeah. there. It, Co-market, right? You, you make those friends, you get those champions, and I got to do like a great, you know, like the ranch video series with Brian Orsi was really fun, and then Merritt Bear, you know, we did. Um, you know, they got invited to the security live, you know, AWS security live Twitch TV show, and 
And, and, but again, but they knew I was going to be creative. And of course, we had a Miami Vice theme with a Ferrari. And you know, we joked about oh, yeah. awesome stuff. And it, it is, you, you do. You got those champions and those, you can't just go out alone, right? You're never going to, yep. you know, you're never going to impact the inside from the outside of AWS. You need somebody that is going to be your champion, really just cheerlead for you because they know that that you're committed and you're going to do it. And, and, and I won't, I wouldn't just stop there. So now I will plug Caddyshack. So obviously we're doing this through Caddyshack, Caddyshack, but like it's free to join. We've got 300 plus partners. So CADs of all different companies, SIs, ISVs. The other thing is I have met many influential people at AWS because of Brett, because of other Caddyshack members. So like, it's not just building champions at AWS. My peers know about other programs. My peers know people who are looking for more launch partners or in many ways Caddyshack has become, you know, we've started to help AWS service teams, product owners, partner experience folks with our collective feedback about their services. How do I make Ace faster or easier? How do I make Marketplace an easier transaction? And they come to us. So obviously join plug there, but also champions around your ecosystem get you into some of these programs, get you be aware. I think I, I gave everyone a hint. I'm not an ISV Accelerate yet, but I know this program exists. Cool. I'm here. It's there. What do I got to do to get there? Like by knowing that these things exist, by knowing that these programs exist, by knowing that the EDP exists, I might only be spending 100K right now, not 500K, but now you know when I get to that point, here's another thing that we can go do that can help the partnership, help our listing fee. So knowing about all this stuff is important and that's really good to leverage your community, leverage Caddyshack, so join. So with that said, we're right at time. Yep, yep, right at time. Power of the Caddyshack. (laughs) There you go. Come to the Caddyshack. Awesome. There you go. So thank you you for everyone. Awesome show. Finally got into the EDP. There's other stuff we could talk about. I, I won't even get into it, but I think we'll just keep this going. It's fun. I enjoy doing it. I enjoy giving back to the community. Thank you all. If you like this, subscribe to our videos, like this, share it with your friends. Join Caddyshack, C-A-D-Y-S-H-A-C-K.com slash join. Fill out the form. We'll get you added. Bye. Thank you.